it's a blemish. It's it's definitely a blemish. It, it is. I just don't think it's to the extent that people want it to be. Yeah, I understand that. I, I feel I'm like... not, and I'm not insinuating that Jay is one of those people that wants it to be. But there are a lot of people uh, that want no, this to be. No, you insinuated it. I, I got it. I get. I, 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 Look, Jay I, and I disagree and fight on enough stuff as it is that I want to make it clear any time that I'm not actually coming at his neck. Okay. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah, I pick. I'm picking up what you're throwing down. Also, fuck you, Jay. Yeah. yeah, yeah there you go. Is. I gotta balance it out. Yeah. 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 Gotta balance it out. Yeah. Balance restored. Good job, buddy. Okay, that's not actually what I want to talk about is NCAA tournament related. So first of all, I'd like to draw attention to the fact that I got 4.2% of my bracket right this year. Yeah, wow. Uh, I won. I won my bracket pool. Well, one of my bracket pools last year, and one, uh, and the one the year prior as, as well. Um, and then this year, I have finished in dead last in every pool uh, that I'm in because I was too lazy to make multiple brackets and just did the same bracket for all of them. Not good. Um, but what I want to talk about is NCAA tournament adjacent and NBA related. If you took Kevin Durant off the nets right now and put him on a, C- a 16 seat in the NCAA tournament, do they win the whole fucking thing? Um, wasn't that that St. Joe's team? No, no. What were they called? Providence. What was the team that was the Cinderella team this year? Were they, were they a sixteen? They were no, they were fifteen. They were fifteen. Seed. Fifteen. Same Because I was like, if you throw only, him on, has, if you throw him on that team, they they probably win it all. A sixteen seed has only advanced once. Yeah, it was that, and that uh, was when was, University of Maryland, Baltimore Stonewall? County. That's the one. Versus defeated Virginia. Virginia. Virginia, different V word. Um, yet. Yeah. Uh, I do remember that. I remember everyone losing their mind because they got their ass with the next game, didn't they? <laughs> like it was like, well, that was cute. Like yeah. it was very much a whatever. I think you're right. Run, man. nothing like the the one that just happened for St. Peter's or no, like that they, Loyola they, one. Uh, they, uh, they played. They played them tough. They 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 had. I believe that they. Let me see here. Uh, yeah, they lost forty-three to fifty to Kansas State, and that game that was that game was closer than They're that seven-point differential indicated. That that kind of okay. they fucking they pants Virginia seventy-four to fifty-four. That's what it was. They whooped the shit out of Virginia. That yeah, game. I was like, I felt like there was a blowout at one point. Yeah, that was. I just like was. I, I like I remember like I was watching the tournament obviously, and I saw that score, and I, like not the final score, but I saw the score of the game, and I was like. I was like, "Oh yeah, classic sixteen seed throwing, pulling out all the stops." One seeds have all Americans that come off the high school, all Americans that come off their bench. Like it's gonna be fine. And yeah. then like, so I was like, "I'm never, I'm not, I'm not gonna flip it over to that game." What's the point? I'm watching all these other games. But then like, it's they all they have all the scores obviously up in the corner, and I just kept seeing that score. And uh, I was like, then then there were like two minutes left, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And uh. Yeah, but that, that that the question is: Does Kevin Durant, current Kevin Durant, on a 16 seed in the NCAA tournament right now, you win a national championship? 
That's a good question. He's getting fifty a night. I'm gonna say this as I was, all I was gonna say as long as long as sixteen seed can play defense as long. That's why I thought he would do good on St. Peter's because that was just a team of dogs that like they were playing defense. They were they were putting their heart out there, and I feel I like if argue, you can get kids like that on your side, Katie will drop fifty with ease. I'll say this. I'll, I'll I'm gonna approach this question the same way that I think about the Brooklyn Nets currently. Is like cool. KD got fifty, but if his team gives up. 80 and the rest of the guys around him are only able to score like eight a piece they still lose um, but they won't give up 80 that's it's college basketball man it's, it's not like basketball. this isn't this isn't they're, fucking, gonna this be, is, they're gonna be playing a lot of zone defense like real zone defense you know you don't think katie if, dude if a, if a team throws a zone defense at kevin durant he'll go for a, a buck 50 not that look, just 50. that's yeah that seems like a slap in the face to katie a college team like, throws a zone defense at kevin durant you're not taking him one-on-one or you're just double teaming him the whole time. <laughs> you double teaming him the whole. You triple teaming his ass the whole game. I still don't know if you could. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if a college team. I. I, I don't know. It's. In, it's an interesting. This is why I'm asking. Yeah, because he is. Ca- I, I mean, my, my brother, he is a capable passer. So it's not like he wouldn't and be able I to do said, it. I said, I don't know, but I do know that a 16 seed with my man Monte Ellis <laughs> wins it all. There it is. There it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's an interesting question. I think like. I would agree that they probably definitely win a game, but it's not. I don't think it's a championship team. I think they got a shot. I think they get. A, I think they, I, well, especially because you end up if you win right off the top, you end up getting the easiest schedule as time goes on. You're playing. It's all relative. What, it's I all know relative. it's all relative. It's all college basketball. It's it's one shining moment. If My, you, <laughs> is that the college basketball one? Is yeah. that the song? In one shining right? moment, you, you reach, reach for the stars. stars. Did we both in just put our hands up? In one shining moment, you In one shining moment. Five minutes in, we got the episode. Luther Mandros back in high school. Luther <laughs> Mandros Jr. <laughs> Nobody called you that, ever. No. Dude, lots of people did, man. No, because I'm it. black and talented. <laughs> you are. You are neither of those things. Oh, I thought you were going to say because after a night of drinking, you shook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should probably start the podcast, though. I mean, I guess we could. Welcome to nba the podcast that tries to talk about nba shit, but mostly just talk shit. I mean, we talked college basketball. It's not like. Yeah, adjacent, adjacent. A couple of those kids will eventually. End We're up talking about Kevin Durant. Uh, there you go. And there was a Nets reference in there that was really nice. But then we talked about Luther Vandross, not basketball related. Uh, he sings the song. That's <laughs> he sings the song. <laughs> You know? So so angry about so, it. I, you know what, Nick? You bring it. I'm sorry, man. I, I'm 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 unhinged. It's song. okay. <laughs> it's all right. Well. Let's get some introductions on this thing. I'm your host, Nick Aquiles, a.k.a. Monte was a good day, Ellis. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it works. Today was a good day. Monte was a good day. Mm. Or today was, to, today was a Monte, Ellis. <laughs> part of me wanted you to be like, Mon, today was a good day, but it's okay. It's, it's okay. That's all right. It's okay. It's, it's okay. Fine. All right. Good. And my my top critic is my brother from the same mother. <laughs> it's been that way since we were born. It'll never stop. Uh, hey guys, it's me, Jay, aka Rudy. Go berries and cream, berries and cream. I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. 
Oh, you did the whole thing. Of course. Yeah, I just couldn't I couldn't type the whole thing in. I wanted to type the whole thing in. It is a lot. I understand that. It doesn't It's why my character It's a very funny reference from eight months ago. Fuck you, dude. It's still on TikTok. Not my TikTok. Well, the commercials from like eight years ago. Well, also more, true. Uh, yeah, yeah, more. Probably, yeah, more than that. Also, the the girl that got famous on TikTok for doing the like recreation of that. When I finally saw the video, I was like, "Man, that, that looks familiar." And then I realized I used to do improv with her in Chicago. <laughs> oh, like, that's oh, actually that's kind of cool. That though. That is. It was such a weird thing to see. I was like, "Oh, that's pretty funny." Good, for, good for your TikTok success. That looks. I don't want to be in that costume. Is all I'm saying. Mm. Uh, but I wear other dumb costumes, so it's fun. Anyways, the guy whose TikTok doesn't have the berries and cream TikTok trend on anymore is our brother on the same, not the same, <laughs> with less melanin. Figure it out, buddy. He talked about it earlier. It just was stuck in my head. <laughs> right. He did say he was blind. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nikki said it. You heard it here. First. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> just legitimize I'll just, crazy I'll just Whatever. What's up? Hey, it's Tad, a.k.a. Tony, Tony, Tone, Bradley. I like that. That was a good one. I enjoyed that. Um, and we all know this. After you hear all our AKAs, it's time to get right into Nikki Keyless's random stat quiz. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Nice. So, I recently saw a tweet that stated that currently, um, Trey Young has more assists. To Clint Capella, then Donovan Mitchell has passes to Rudy Gobert. Damn. Yes. Wait, sorry. What was that? One more. One more time. What was that? There's a couple in like the, the little nerdy stat Twitter stuff that I follow has pointed out that this season so far, Trey Young has gotten more assists to Clint Capella and Clint Capella alone than Donovan Mitchell has made passes to Rudy Gobert. Okay. This season. Um, I also saw another tweet. Uh, they average 30 minutes a game together, and he averages two passes a game to Rudy Gobert. A wild bunch of stuff that I learned. I thought that was just an interesting thing I could bring up. I tried to see if we could find out, like, oh, who has the most assists to one player and one player only? Unfortunately, can't find that information. Nobody has acquired all that. If someone wants to pay me, I'll start looking and watching all the games to tell you. But it's not happening right now. But I did think about this. Another episode of Winning Time just came out. Magic Johnson constantly talked about how much he loves to pass and how cool assists are. Can you tell me what NBA rookie has the most assists in their rookie season? I feel like we asked this question already. Did we? No, you know what? I think it might have been a single game. Maybe that's what it was. I've done single game before. Single game. I do remember that. Most I should assists. probably also start writing these down because I just, <laughs> if I'm being honest, I it's they're random stats because I randomly come up with them. I'm gonna ooh. It's just spur okay, of the so most assists in a in a rookie season. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I know the answer to this question. Oh, please! It's Mark Jackson. With all due respect, yes. Yeah, that was easy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Fast. You know, here's some fun uh, facts. He about talked it. about it on a broadcast like this year. Oh, year. has he? So. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in so first th- that's place. Not, that's not something that I just like know off the top of my head. I heard the man yeah. say it out loud. That's pretty awesome. Or like, I think Jeff Van Gundy brought it up to him during a broadcast. They were talking about somebody, uh, and then he brought it up. 
So sorry, this was a very uh, uneventful. Oh no, dude! Wait, I was watching that broadcast too. Yeah, I do remember that. That's why it was in my mind. I was like, wait, I didn't ask this question. Why do I already know this answer? And that's why. This is the first time that Tad just like absolutely destroyed me in a in a Nikki's random. Yeah, like that was like with ease. This was. Um, It was. It was like if we had like an arm wrestling. And he was hey, just Jay, like, tell me how my ass tastes. <laughs> <laughs> son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. Um, here's, some, here's some little fun facts about it. Uh, he's first place with 868 assists his rookie year. Second place is Oscar Robertson with 690. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, like yeah, crazy. That, that was like the crux of their conversation was basically that like his, like what Mark Jackson did was like, like insane. They, Jeff Van Gundy it's, was like, I don't think anybody will ever catch that. I don't know if it'll be breakable. It's one of the most, like one of the highest all time. <clears throat> Ooh, sorry. Um, also fun fact, Magic Johnson's rookie season, 563 assists. God, you just, just like the more of these numbers that you read out, the more I'm just like, holy shit. That's a lot of assists. That may never be broken. No, probably not. No. And we, he was on the Knicks. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. 87, yeah. 88. <clears throat> Sorry. Man, Dan. Get some water, boy. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of who was on that. He team. averaged, he averaged like? 10 point, 10 point. I'm looking at the stats right now. 10.6 assists as a rookie. He played, he did play in all with Bernard games King? as a rookie. Oh, that helps. Was uh, he playing that, with Bernard that, King? That was definitely with Bernard King. I'm just wondering if Bernard was still there. Or if no, was no, no. That time. He was gone. Yeah. I'm trying but to look him up now. It was probably, he was probably just Ewing, fucking feeding right? Ewing. Yeah. And Gerald mm. Wilkins was on that on that roster. Mm-mm-mm-mm. That makes sense. Yeah, Dude, people. I mean, who, who could he I, give it to? Like, I, a lot of people like to clown Mark Jackson, and 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 rightfully, rightfully so. Um, um, like you know, but he he is also what third all time, fourth all time on the assist list, or I think Steve Nash. He's fifth. Fifth. <laughs> Steve Nash passed him by one. Yeah, and that I mean. Yeah, he's he's always been able to pass the ball and get at his job. Also, he, was, he did, did yeah. have a couple people on here. I see Rick Carlisle, Bill Cartwright, Pat Cummings, Billy Donovan, Patrick Ewing. There's a couple guys on here. Sidney Green. Mm. I was actually listening to a podcast the other day. Andrew Bogut was talking about like his time with the Warriors and stuff. And like he was just talking about like Mark Jackson as a coach and like how he kind of just like he says like Steph Curry wouldn't be Steph Curry without Mark Jackson because Mark Jackson just like gave him the freedom to just be Steph Curry. He was like other no very few coaches would have allowed their point guard to shoot from like basically half court but mm-hmm. mark jackson was like look let it go man and it just like built up the, his confidence that way the one thing he said though was that the reason that they weren't able to go to that next level which made a lot of sense was basically like mark jackson knew one way of coaching which was the way that the knicks used to play in the 90s which was and also kind of how they played like in ruckers where it's just like who's got the hot hand just keep feeding that person and so basically like you could shoot yourself out of a game if that person ends up like cooling off and then you have to find the next hot person and so like steve kerr came in and was just like we passed the ball and we moved the ball a lot um and that's how we win and so well also mark have you ever read this shit about like mark jackson would like pit players against each other like he would be like so and so was like talking about you behind their back like yeah, it, like that's that like it, weird like <clears throat> foo-foo motivation bullshit that's not yeah. real and like that, that does not work in today's game Foo-foo when a lot of these players are like good friends, even guys that they play against, you know, guys they play against and whatnot. Like that is, you're, you're not, you're not going anywhere. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, a very 19, like it's a very 1990s tactic. Yes. True. Um, 
Why don't, why don't you put your why don't you put your double breasted suit on you fuck? <laughs> Yo, double breasted suits are back, bro. I love double breasted suits. Let me I just say, I was, just, I'm, I'm I was really like, I have this. no problem with those. I they look love, nice. I love a good double. As long as it's a well fitting suit, that's always the problem. Uh, but, how no, often I see thing. a nice baggy, suit that doesn't fit properly? Baggy, shit, baggy, baggy shit suits like, are are back. How happy bad. is Michael Jordan that Michael Jordan's fashion <laughs> yeah. that he's been wearing for the last forty years is back? Forcing it down our throats for the last twenty five years, and now he's like, now who's laughing, motherfuckers? Goddamn yeah, right. and uh, I took that personally. I, but again, I'm gonna stay to just like well fitting suits because you know, in another ten years, when everyone's gonna be like, "What the fuck were you dumbasses thinking back then?" And I'll be like, no. "I wasn't. We'll, I kept we'll the be, same we'll be, nice suit. We'll be dead. We'll be dead by the time skinny jeans come back. So it's all. No, good. I ain't getting rid oh, of mine. I'm not wearing. Skin, no, I'm not wearing skinny jeans. Oh, I'm dude. I, I'm just wearing. I wear well cut pants. Fucking tailored. Well cut. Yeah, Weird. you heard me. Perfect right. fit. All right. Wait, weren't you telling me the other day that you were uncut? (laughs) I'm an uncut jam. (laughs) But no. (laughs) I hate all this. This is all terrible. I hate all of it. Scrap it. We're going to hate. Yo, we're 86 in this episode. This episode sucks. Cut it. Cut it. 86 the episode. It's gone. It's no good. Cut it. Okay, let's. I can't believe I wasn't gonna. I I can't believe I thought I wasn't gonna be able to record tonight. I'm having a great time. (laughs) Yeah, and it's uh, what game? Really quick, what game was it that you used? The championship game? Yeah, the the NCAA tournament championship game. It's on right now. Let's see what's the score. It's eleven. Is that not over? It's tonight's championship. Tonight, tonight's the championship. Who's Kansas playing? But North Carolina. Carolina. North Carolina, come on! Oh my goodness! You know what it is. I watched a I watched a video where Villanova hit a game winner over North Carolina. I was like, "Oh, that sucks! I didn't know they made it the Final Four, but I guess I guess that Villanova was seven years. That, that was, was seven years ago. ago. That was seven years ago. ago. That's how little I pay attention to college basketball. That, it, to yeah, this it was day probably is one of, one of those. That's the best championship I've seen. I think in my lifetime, best championship yeah. game. Marcus Page hit a three to uh, tie it, and then Villanova hit that buzzer beater at the end of the game to win it. And it was uh, Marcus Page hit like one of the clutchest shots I've ever seen. And it was unfortunately overshadowed by about ten seconds later by that Villanova three to win it. Yeah, just like wasn't Omar, wasn't it Omari Spellman that hit the three, or was it somebody else? No, it was. Um, I know he was on that team. That? I don't remember who all was on that team at, at that point mm-hmm. in Villanova's time. Chris Jenkins. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Chris okay. Jenkins. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Didn't know that. So. Apparently, there's a college basketball game going on now. I, again, thought it was over. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I'll say like seven out of ten people that are going to listen to this know that, which means seven people are going to know that because uh, that's the only – that's like the total number of people that listen to this podcast. Bam. Crushing it. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see here. You know who's not been crushing it? The Lakers. They lost six straight. They are legitimately playing very bad. Um, and LeBron James has been in and out of the lineup on account of the fact that he really fucked up his ankle. I believe it was it was the left one, right? Do you know? I have yeah. no idea. I mean, I don't know. There was one of them. It w- if it wasn't the left one, it was the right one. Right, so I'm going to yeah, just so, say, yep, it was the left boom. one. Boom. Yeah. Uh, currently, as it stands, the Lakers are 31-47. and 47. 11th place in the West and uh, two games behind the Spurs with what, like four games left? Uh, yeah, like just about 10. Uh, yeah, they got many games left. Um, but yeah, so I want to talk a little bit about the Lakers. Just bummer of a season. They didn't even make any movements come 
trade deadline, like to try to pick something up, pretty much try nothing. But what does this season impact LeBron's legacy? And how do you feel like this is, I mean, yes, injury riddled, but also terribly, terribly put together team, which is kind of LeBron. I'm assuming LeBron had a part. So let's talk a little bit about the Lakers and about LeBron. Jay? I mean, we talked about it even like in the preseason, just thinking through like the making up of this roster and just like the construction of it and the skill set of everybody on it and all they gave up for Russ and all the things just screamed. This has high potential to just like implode. Everything that could have gone wrong this season has gone wrong. It is the weirdest season in not only just LeBron's career, but you could argue Lakers history. Like there were seasons when Kobe was there in like the early 2000s where like you knew that team was bad except for Kobe. And so there were no expectations. It was just like, fuck, man, they've got to build a roster around Kobe, man. Like this is terrible. This was like premeditated. I guess like this was a, this was a team that was constructed to solve a problem, which was, I guess they didn't have enough scoring, but you then have a defensive first head coach. And so you give him a bunch of tools that he can't use in his system. And so he's forced to kind of like figure it out with all these not so complimentary pieces. Um, And I think the other thing too, it's been a weird season because like, like when we look back on the season, LeBron's like history, he surpassed so many career milestones this year. Like so many, what is he number? He's number two on a scoring list now. Mm-hmm. Like, like firmly in there. Only, uh, only 30, 10 and 10. I mean, yeah. Like uh, only ever, like he's probably going to win the scoring title. Lost, like at lost age 38 time. It's, it's just, there's a couple other ones too. I think there was like the, like 10,000 rebounds, 10,000 assists, like 30,000 points, something like that. Like he's the yeah, first player 30, ever. 10 and 10. Like yeah, all this shit, like he, he hits so many milestones and yet like this is a huge stain on his career because to Nikki's point, a lot of these dudes were dudes that he wanted on the team and like wanted to get rid of other people. And so like to some extent, Rob Palenka is to blame, but like most GMs who have worked with LeBron, you kind of bend to his will. And so oftentimes like this is kind of LeBron's fault. And the other thing too, is like LeBron continues to spread this narrative of like, I want a point guard because like I need to take plays off so I can rest so that I can go deep in the playoffs. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Like he, he continues to like try to push this narrative out there that he wants a point guard and it never, ever, ever has worked. Ever, ever, ever. Because at the end of the game, and even throughout the game, even this season in particular, LeBron needs the ball. He always wants the ball. He will always and forever be the point guard. He has been his best when he you just surround him with shooters. You surround him with shooters, and you surround him with like 3 and D guys, which is why they won the championship a couple years ago, because they had a bunch of those dudes. And last year, they were really good, because they played really good defense. Like, Marcus All, probably the best center he's ever played with. Like, a lot of dudes that could like play defense and guard multiple positions and let him do his thing. Now the Anthony Davis injuries this year hurt, but like, look, man, the more and more this goes on, the more and more angry I get that Nikola Jokic is not in the top 75 players of all time. 
I, I, I can see the rest of my time. I, I'm, I just, yeah. I'm just so, I'm ready to stop talking about the Lakers. I'm so excited for their season to be over. Yeah, and it looks like it's happening soon. Tan, what's your thoughts? <clears throat> I, um, I don't think this hurts LeBron's uh, legacy as much as Jay indicated. I do agree that it does hurt it to an extent, <clears throat> solely because, yes, he was the catalyst behind a lot of these guys on the roster. Um, which is an interesting thing. I was thinking, I was, I was like, I was, I was thinking about this the other day and I actually meant to text you guys about it, but then I was like, you know what? Maybe this is a better discussion for the podcast. I think the reason why superstar players do not make good GMs, coaches, whatever, is because they are incapable of not understanding how like a role player works. And that's why most role players and guys that spend time on the bench that actually have to analyze the game and work on a lot of those things and aren't able to, I mean, it's not to say like LeBron has like a low basketball IQ or, or anything like that, but when you're somebody who has to like get more involved in the flow of the game and sits on the bench for, you know, 20 minutes a night and is watching the game and, and paying attention to those things, that's why those guys tend to make better GMs, better head coaches and whatnot because like they can't they, they've never been able to rely on talent alone at the highest level um and so i do think there is this tendency for like superstar players a lot of those guys they just they want guys that they think they consider like hoopers you know like they like and, and lebron has basically you know instructed the lakers front office to get these guys who he you know like he respects or he's played against or, you know, he knows have played at a high level. And, like, that's just not the way that fucking roster construction works. It, it just it just isn't. So, yeah, LeBron definitely have some fault there. But at the, at the end of the day, LeBron's been hurt, you know, for not an insignificant amount of time this season. But when he has been healthy, he's been unreal. Yeah. He, he's averaging the third most points, or I think the second most points now, actually, the second most points per game of his career. He is playing, like, 2005. Kobe Bryant and doing everything he can to drag this Lakers team kicking and screaming to the playoffs. They're not going to make it as we know, but he's done everything that he possibly can. And to me, that's commendable in a way that he has still gone out there every night when healthy, put this team on his back and made every attempt. I mean, he went for fucking 50 the other night. Yeah. Like the guy's doing everything he can. And you know me, I don't like LeBron. But I can respect what he's been, what he's, what he has tried to do this season with what is a terrible roster. Uh, it is just wild that what is this the first? Is this like the the? Is this this is probably the first time in like fifteen years that LeBron won't be in the playoffs, which is no the wild. Uh, well, first no, season with the Lakers. Ago. Yeah, first season with the Lakers didn't make it either. Oh right, right. right. I, I did forget about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. LeBron James worst actually, Laker ever. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, uh, I think, I he think has... Smush Parker still holds that title. <laughs> Some might say it's Dwight Howard, Howard, but who knows? Dwight <laughs> Howard won a title with them. He was an in- mm. integral part of that title team. So He was. Mm. Uh, you got to give it to him. Also, yet another person you could probably throw in that top 75 instead of Anthony Davis. Um, I was, I was going to say this. Ted, you Anthony pointed David out Davis, feels... let's not forget his real name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ted, you, point, you pointed out the, uh, um, the 05 Kobe season. Like, the that helps his Kobe's you know whole thing because it's like he kept on trying even when like his teams weren't good uh but uh LeBron James trying on a team that's not good but it's also from his own doing so does this hurt or help his legacy 
in the end. Because, I mean, statistically, everyone's going to marvel at it. But he fucked up. Well, that's what I said. I mean, like, cool. A lot of personal accolades this year. But, like, this team is very much, like, his undoing this year or this team's undoing is very much LeBron's doing. Yeah. And so, you know, it's it's a blemish. At a minimum, it's a blemish. Yeah. That's true. Ted, blemish or it's a blemish. It, it's it's definitely a blemish. It, it is. I just don't think it's to the extent that people want it to be. Yeah, I understand that. I, I feel I'm like... not, and I'm not insinuating that Jay is one of those people that wants it to be. But there are a lot of people uh, that want no, this to be. No, you insinuated it. I, I got it. I, 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 Look, Jay I, and I disagree and fight on enough stuff as it is that I want to make it clear any time that I'm not actually coming at his neck. Okay, yeah, no, I get you. I pick, I'm picking up what you're throwing down. Also, fuck you, Jay. Yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. Is. I gotta balance it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta balance it out. Yeah, balance restored. Good job, buddy. <laughs> um, let's let's move on um, to more. You know, more more success, but a little less so. Um, as the playoffs are coming, which which one of the teams in you know East and West do you uh, like are the least interesting? We'll cl- we'll include the play in like ten through top one. What, what what teams are you like? I don't I don't really care. There's nothing there for me. Ted, what what's you got? Uh, let's go West first. West first, okay. I was ready to talk about the East, but oh, we will. Go East. If you're ready, uh, go. The, the, uh, the Denver Nuggets are the team that hold the least amount of interest for me mm. on, in the Western Conference. Um, I've been high on the Nuggets a lot the last few seasons. Uh, Jamal Murray is supposedly coming back, but mm. long layoff. Um, like, I don't know what you expect from him. This team has gets bounced in the first round written all over them. Um, a lot of credit to what Jokic has done. And like I've said many a time, he is my MVP this year. Um, but the, the fact of the matter is that roster is not one that is capable of competing in the playoffs. And like, even if they, I, 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 I don't see them beating the Mavericks in the first round, which is who they would currently face off against. Um, but even if they do win that series, I mean, there, there, there's nothing there. That team is, it, it just doesn't, it doesn't hold. I, I just don't see how they make it anywhere beyond the second round at the absolute maximum. Um, and yeah, I mean, they're, they're sitting in the five spot. What they've done this season is pretty remarkable um, with the roster that they currently have. Um, but like, I mean, look, like uh, the, the teams that are, Kind of like, and I, I realize the Timberwolves and the Clippers getting in is not a foregone conclusion since they do have to play in the uh, in the play-in game. But having said that, like the, I'm in, infinitely more interested in watching what those teams do in the playoffs, assuming that they, you know, make the playoffs. Um, I know you said count the play-in game, but like, I mean, here's the deal: like, if we're really talking about that, then like the Pelicans are probably the least interesting team because like they they you know they went on a nice little tear um post all-star break and it's you know like good for them and, and that's impressive what they've accomplished but like i don't give a fuck about the pelicans um and nor should any of you for that matter um but yeah the nuggets just like they're a top five seed and they hold little to no interest to me and i i they're they're, they're not a contender i mean whatever so yeah, I see that. that's Jay, my what's pick. your thoughts what's your thoughts to the west 
Um, I'll say this, like, I agree with Tad that like Denver definitely doesn't beat Dallas, but like I'm hoping that the yeah. standings stay as a, as they are because I really would like to watch that first round series, like just two yeah. Eastern Europeans just like going to battle. Um, also, too, like on paper, that Denver team is objectively worse than that Lakers team, and yet here we are. Um, my pick is the Utah Jazz by far, no question. Uh, the Utah Jazz have they're, they're four and six in their last ten, and they've just been wavering as of late. And it has not been very good at all. It is becoming abundantly clear how much that Rudy Gobert-Donovan Mitchell relationship has not been uh, yeah. fixed. They fucking hate each other. Yeah, they like, hate each other at all. In one of their more recent losses during the press conference, they interviewed Rudy Gobert, who basically has not been getting the ball for the last, like I don't know, three weeks. And he was like, yeah, we got to move the ball more. Like, I would love to, like, get more touches, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, I, we just, as a team, like, we really need to move the ball more. Because uh, Donovan Mitchell, like, he didn't say this part, but, like, Donovan Mitchell is just dominating possessions. Well, I mean, and then, like he said, he's passing him the ball two times a game. Yeah. I mean, it is objectively terrible. But the team as a whole is just, like, not getting – and granted, Rudy Gobert is not a bucket. Like, Rudy Gobert is not a guy that you just throw it down to every time. But, like, you, like – He's there, and he is an option, yeah. and uh, you got to spread the wealth a little bit. Whereas when they asked Donovan Mitchell the same question, he immediately went to the fact that the defense hasn't been that good. And it's just like they just hate each other. And at this point, there was a period there early on in this like Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell version of the Jazz where I was like all on board. I wanted to see how far they could take this, if they could build a team around them. Last year when they got Matt Conley, I picked him as the number one team uh, in the Western Conference and even said with this – like group of talent like i could see this potentially being a contender and then like and even potentially make it to the championship i do not want to see this team together anymore after this season yeah like i I want them to i want them to choose a direction i i think they probably have to let quinn snyder go i don't want to see this team much more anymore i want mike conley to go somewhere else where he can maybe win a championship uh but yeah the utah jazz i just don't I don't even want to watch them anymore. Who do they ship out? Because I agree with everything you're saying. The Jazz were also. I don't think pick. they're going to have a choice. I think Donovan wants to get the fuck out of there. I think Donovan wants. I think Donovan wants to go to the Knicks. Like he grew up in New York, or actually he grew up in Connecticut, but like he grew up on the East Coast. Pretty close. I think he wants to go play for the Knicks. Like Donovan Mitchell, and like to some extent, rightfully so. Like he's probably a top twenty-five player in the NBA. Um, he wants to be seen as a star, star player. And it's difficult to do that in Utah, to some extent. Um, he, I, I think he's going to force his way out. Like I think that's what's going to happen. I think he just wants out of Utah, and he doesn't want to play with Rudy anymore. I think if anything, the Utah Jazz might just say, "Fuck it, we're blowing it up and we're starting over again." Like Donovan Mitchell, send him to the Knicks for like R.J. Barrett and like I don't know some picks and maybe Mitchell Robinson and then Rudy Gobert to the highest bidder. Let's load up on some picks and let's just start over again. Wow. That's my prediction. I think the Utah Jazz after this season, they blow the whole thing up. And how do you think uh, Donovan Mitchell and Julius Randle will work? Also a weird pairing. Like yeah. Two <laughs> very ball-dominant guys, uh, none of whom play defense. So, yeah. Which sucks because like, early in Donovan's career, he was like very defensive. But like as you get old, like, it's the same thing with Bradley Beal. Like, as you get f- further into your career and you're like, you're, like you're, you're, you're expected to carry a larger offensive load, like... You just have to let go on the defensive end. Zach Levine. Uh, 
he I is like Zach Donovan, never Donovan Zach Mitchell ever. is does have his he has his highest defensive rating of his career this season. Wow. Yeah, but this is what I always tell you: like the defensive rating thing can be misleading because a lot of times that has to do with the team, like the team defense as a whole. It's not like it's not exclusively that individual. I, no, no, no. I I don't disagree because his defensive win shares are well. If you look at his defensive win shares, three point eight as a rookie, three point seven as a, in his in his sophomore season, <clears throat> and then two point two. 2.2 in this season 2.3 so yeah. you are right but he does he is he does also have the most win shares this season of his career at 7.1 and what's wild is his numbers like across the board are like just a tick below what he did last season um yeah so like that, what and so what i what i'm saying is that you're that 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 said i i think that that actually plays into your point that he is doing the same things, but there is seriously some chemistry team issue, larger issue at play. Because like, if you just broke that down and you said Donovan Mitchell is doing the exact same thing that he did last year, I would be thinking that they were sitting first in the in the West and well, I mean, that's in what prime position to make a, a finals run. Um, but the fact that they are having these issues, I think, actually adds to your your point, despite the fact that he's seemingly playing at the same level that he has been. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, uh, I don't think that that I agree with Jay. Where I don't think that's gonna last very long, which kind of sucks because, like I said, we we literally just the beginning of the season we're like, yeah, we could see them being one of the top seeds. We also said that they probably wouldn't go very far, but they're probably gonna they're gonna play the Golden State Warriors, so they might win a game or two. But I don't think they're taking that to seven. I don't love that Warriors team right now either, but you know, yeah, they're, they're better than the Jazz. Yeah, exactly. They're making it through, and then they're, they're the Suns probably... are fucking the Suns are winning the West, man. Like oh, we all know. Oh yeah, we, it's, it's it's not. There's not yeah. a debate here. It'll be like, fun when it's Grizzlies versus Suns, like for because I don't see anybody beating the Grizzlies. Uh, and that's well, going to. I think I think I think I think plays, I think gonna, then they're going to lose. <laughs> with, oh, I guess no. The the the, the Mavs would have to beat the. Uh, the Mavs would the, go they would against have to beat the the Suns. The so Suns, never mind. Right. I was gonna say yeah. Yeah. The um, Grizzlies would go against the Warriors. I could see. I could see the Mavericks giving the Grizzlies a, all they can handle, but since that likely won't happen, given the way the standings are and the fact that they're not going to change. Um, yeah. 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 No, I understand that. Um, let's move over to the East then. What do you got on those? Uh, Jay, please. Sorry, Tad. I, We're really. I, I wonder if Tad and I have. The, I wonder if Tad and I have the same team. Dad, do you want to do you want to go on three? I'm so fascinated to see if you have the same team as me. Okay. Ready? One, two, three. The Bulls. The Bulls. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I love you. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to watch any more Bulls basketball. I hey, I, I saw I saw DeRozan go for fifty piece McNugget the other night, yeah. which was really cool. Which is really cool. I don't feel good about this team going in the playoffs. I mean, I'm I sure a lot of people saw it. What I'm indicating, I, I was there. In, in right. Person. I want to <laughs> yeah. be very clear. I, I saw it. We all Happened. saw it. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, all of Instagram saw it. No, I, obviously me saying that I don't want to watch any more Bulls basketball is like, I'm, I'm embellishing, but like this team has gotten so progressively worse in the second half of the season. Yes. And like the problems that we brought up early in the season are becoming glaringly more problematic and like very, very real. And like Lonzo's just not Lonzo's not coming back. Nope. We have to accept that as Bulls fans. Lonzo's not coming back. And Alex Caruso, it's taking him a lot of time to get back to who he was. To the extent that like Billy Donovan had to take him out of the starting lineup to put him back on the bench because like he just wasn't as effective. Dude, he was getting he's been getting cooked. Yeah, cooked. he is battling back problems at the moment. I do yeah, know that so that's the thing. He's the Bulls with. are 
at this rate, like we're just not going to be competitive at all in the yeah. playoffs. Just the way that we're playing, like we are limping into the playoffs, um, and it sucks. I mean, like right now, the way that the standings are looking, like we'll play the Sixers, which is not a great matchup for us. Nope. But there's really, but there's really no good first round matchups for us at all. Like the we Celtics don't match up well with anybody we beat that are above us right now. Yeah, and the Celtics. I mean, recently have gone on a slide, but like. Eight and two in their last ten, and like we talked about them last week, like they're they're looking like a real championship contender. Like I don't want to play them in the first round. Six and four in their last ten. I'm looking at it right now. So am I. Eight and two on ESPN. Eight and two. I'm what literally the, looking at the standings. What the hell? Are you looking at the Bucks or the Heat? Because the Celtics are eight and two in their last ten. Big dog. One. Oh, the Celtics. I thought you said the 76ers. No, 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 no. Yeah, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. No, I was like, I'm like, I, like, 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 I was like literally looking <laughs> at their game-by-game schedule, and I was like, the Sixers fucking, I'm say, like, am I insane? <laughs> I'll say this, though. The Sixers are a weird team where, like, nah, here I go here I go again, talking myself into it. Son of a bitch. They're, the Sixers no, are a weird don't team. Don't do this to yourself. They're a weird team. The Bulls aren't beating the Sixers. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. I talked myself back into it. Right when I thought I was out, they fucking just when, me back Just in. when I think I'm out, they Son of me a bitch. In. Well, wouldn't that mean that the Sixers are then your little lame duck team? Like, No, because I care about what happens to the Sixers because I'm fascinated. I, like, It's kind of a, like I don't know, I want to kind of see the James Harden train wreck that's basically inevitable at this point in his career. Oh but yeah, also, it, like would be cool to see them like figure it out. I don't know. All, I don't know all the signs are there for, for them to buy out probably in the second round to the bucks right 100 percent. oh wait yeah. no they would be going against the heat because the heat are number one also not great yeah they're it don't matter who they play in the second round it's not happening so, so i guess are the know heat gonna win the east no it's no the, the bucks. bucks the bucks are that, it, it's gotta be the bucks right like it's gonna be the bucks i it's we're having we're getting a, a rematch. this is this bucks is like Suns, one of the 2.0 Dude, are we on a, about to go on a fucking like uh, a Warriors Cavs run? But just the Bucks and Suns, Suns, Suns Bucks. I think it's very like you'd have, if you'd have told me that six years ago that the next like like the two teams that would be running shit in their respective conferences were the the Suns and the Bucks. I would have said, oh, I could probably see the Bucks, and then I would have said, but the Suns, the Suns, <laughs> yeah. This I was listening to a well, podcast you today. Say, like, you, you say Bucks, and you're like, "Oh, congrats, Yan!" Like Yanis, like early career Yanis. You're like, "Hey, that kid figured it out clearly. That's Robert why the Bucks Sarver are up would there." Have told you you were a fucking idiot for thinking that the Suns were going to go that far. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Charles Barkley himself would have laughed right in your face. Yeah, um, is he probably is this the best has. Suns team ever? Yeah, they are statistically. That's not what I'm asking. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and say based on statistics and the that boy nice factor, yes. That this team is very yeah, clearly boy good. Nice factor. <laughs> this team is very clearly good. Uh, best yeah. best Suns team ever? I think so. Better than the ninety three uh, team? Uh, that ninety two, ninety three team. Pretty sick. It's a different the hard KJ and Barkley, Dan Marley, Dan Ainge. Brand of that's the one. That's yeah, the one that yeah. that they went to the finals, right? Lost yeah, to the Bulls. Lost to the Bulls. Yeah. yeah. It's a good team. It's a good team. I'm not against it. I still it, lean. I still I, lean. I do think a lot of those lot second of us, seconds or less teams had a equal, equal, all, nearly equal amount of victories. I think they had 62 in one season. Yeah, Pretty they did. Damn good. The the 
most recent win for the Suns just like gave them the the record for all time Suns. So that's my question. Queens. Best Suns team ever? I don't know. I think I still think so, yes. I'm gonna Close. give them that. That ninety three team though. Pretty sick. Some of those seven seconds or less teams. Pretty damn good. I, I always uh Whenever I think about that 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 Suns team, the only thing I, I think about is uh, the Charles Barkley quote where uh, they lost like the first game or some or like or uh, they they I, I don't think they'd actually I don't think they played yet, but uh, it was like before like the final series started and his daughter was like, "Daddy, like you're playing against Michael Jordan," and he was like, "Baby, I'm the I'm the best player in the world." And uh, then like Michael went for like 50 in game one or something and. Uh, his daughter was like, daddy, you lost. And he's like, baby, I think Michael Jordan might be better than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I get that. And I will say this as good as the seven second or less teams, as well as that 90, 90, 92, 91, 92, 93. uh, 1993, uh, son's team, uh, 93, 94, whatever. Chris Paul 90, and 94, Chris Paul and Devin Booker would be able to cook. Bo- like both of those all of the seven sure. seconds okay hold on hold on hold on hold on. you don't think that those guys would cook, be able to cook? cook Devin Booker and Chris Paul they both can shoot from anywhere can get to the basket great passers they're gonna be able to get past everyone on those lineups I think I think you just described Steve Nash yeah no I'm not saying Steve Nash isn't a good player but there's two Steve Nashes and one of them's a little bit more Kobe than Steve Nash Mm. Mm. right mm. Tad's eyes are widening mm. Dude, I, still think right. that, I still think I'd take that 92 team 92, that, 92 that 92 team. to 93 yeah they're, I think they're a little bit better I really do you got one of the you got one of the top five power forwards of all time you've got Kevin Johnson one of the, the top, top five point top, top three power forwards of all time Duncan yeah I think it give, me, give me your list. list power forward Duncan, uh, Duncan, Malone, Barkley, KG. No, Barkley's ahead of KG. Oh, I was saying four for KG because I kind of agree with Barkley at third because I can't think of who you would put above that. Dirk, I would put Dirk ahead of, of Chuck. Oh. Uh, I can't do that. I would. I would put I'm not Dirk gonna. I'm not gonna fight you on it. Like I don't think. Like I, there's certainly a larger conversation to be had at that. Sure. Um. But to me, it's 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 Chuck. Mm. Mm. Okay, you're both, both wrong. Both had Dennis both had both had one MVP. One of them won a championship. One of them's top ten scoring all time. Very exclusive club in scoring. Yeah, but there's there's some stuff there like, you know, Chuck went to college as opposed to like you know Dirk had less wear and tear on his body when he came into the league like. There's some other factors. I look. I'm not gonna fight you on it, but I, it's a, it's I, a fun argument. It's I'd a fun rather, argument. I'd rather I'd rather have Chuck. Yeah, it's a fun argument. I don't disagree. Top five. Yeah, top Fair five. Enough. Yeah. There I mean, go. both of those guys are in are in my top five. Like, yes. so, absolutely, you know, absolutely. Yeah, one's three, one's four. But for the two of you, it's flipped. Yeah, and then KG's probably five. Yeah, KG's five. KG is firmly at five for me. Yeah, KG goes five. I had forgotten about Dirk for a second. It's wild to think just that that those three, KG, Dirk. Oh, wait, what am I talking about? Giannis is five. Oh, my goodness. Giannis is a power Giannis forward. Giannis might even be three. No, Giannis I, is up at this point. I'm not, Giannis might be two. Giannis is not a fucking power forward. 
this Giannis, is like this is like when when, people, is like when, 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 when this is like when uh this is like when people were like jack tim duncan's a better forward center than you and he was like nah tim duncan's a power forward <laughs> i don't know i mean that's basically what he's played most of his career he, yeah, he, has, he, has, he has played a weird positionless position so i i I'm not. Gonna I think that's why I never really so thought. A, but what is he a? Center? Giannis is a. Giannis no, is, is going to go down forward. as a top 25, maybe top 10 player of all time. I think maybe top 10. Yeah, I, I, think I, top I 10. said likely. I said likely top 10. But Gian, Giannis Antetokounmpo is not a fucking power forward, and I'll you can fucking inscribe that on my tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> Get a tattoo of it. Don't loving, be loving son, brother, whatever else. In quotes, Giannis Antetokounmpo is not, <laughs> not a power, a power forward. forward. Put that on my tombstone. I can't <laughs> wait for. I can't yeah, wait though. Thing, the whole thing. The I can't thing. wait though. But not end quote with a quote. I want end quote written out. That's what I want. End quote <laughs> written out. <laughs> period. End quote. Period. I can't wait for them to be like, we can't afford Antetokounmpo. Just put Giannis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know how much money it costs per letter on those fucking things. <laughs> right. Right. At this. At this rate, it's just gonna say Tad Hall. Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's all we get. <laughs> back to back. <laughs> Nobody's no, going to know what that, the fuck that Hall of Fame NBA player is very thin. Yeah, no, it's a whole There's an entire backstory. We're in a recession. The tune souls are expensive. <laughs> uh, that's, that, that's why the book's there. You can read the book. It's attached to the chain because kids like to steal it. I don't know, man. Wait, no, I'm not I'm not his friend. I just work here. I've been told anybody who works here has been told like, time and time again. It's been like 30 fucking years, though. I don't know. <laughs> oh god that was stupid uh, that's what this podcast does welcome back guys this is what we do perfect and also I let's be honest gonna record tonight. i don't think there's I'm, anything I'm else nice for us to talk about college basketball game what's the score now i think it's pretty close now uh i don't know there's some black guy sitting in i think ikea and it appears that he ran into a uh garbage truck and the mayhem guy from Allstate is saying something but my tv's muted so i don't know what Oh, probably uh, mayhem like this. Get all state. Oh, it's pretty close. Well, yeah, now. it's something along mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. those lines. But um, it is currently thirty two to twenty two, North Carolina, Whoa. which is wild because it was eleven nothing to start the game. KU. I was gonna say, yeah, they were down by quite a bit. What a what a swing! All right, Dude, well, shout out fucking Hubie Davis. Put it Hubie. on. Put it on wax. What do you guys think finals gonna be? Uh, final score of this game. 74 68. I meant, I meant like who's winning. Fuck you. That was literally what I was just <laughs> no, about shut to say. Up I'm up. not shut the fuck up. Okay, well, here's the deal. What team? 74 68 Carolina. All right, ready? On then, three. On three. On three. He just said. Oh, you were going to say Carolina? Oh, you motherfucker. What were you saying? I was going to say Kansas. Okay, uh, there we yeah, go. No, 74 68 Carolina. This Ooh. one's for Petey Pablo. <laughs> Come on. Take your shirt off. Who does, around your head. Who does Roy Williams like? What does Roy Williams do at the end of this game? Is he just gonna be like, "Congrats to the both teams. I love both of you equally." <laughs> You're both Carolina my sons. man through and through, dude. Yeah, That's why he yes. built he built KU into a powerhouse and then bolted immediately for that job. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, I do. Uh, my closing thoughts of the podcast tonight were: I did have a horrific discovery about Devin um, just the other day, and that she has never Booker? heard "Raise Up" by Petey Pablo, what? which was earth shattering to me De- Devin, if you're listening to this i'm advocating that he break up with you right now it's well, not I literally i literally you pulled it, it up her, on my right? phone okay, i pulled cool. it up on my phone and i played it on spotify for her and she's like i have no idea what this is Is she and like I, is she is she a legal drinking age 
She's 30 goddamn years old. <laughs> where the fuck were you, Devin? Where were you in 2001? My I'll tell God. you where I was. Sitting in my basement. With my shirt off. Raised up by Petey Pablo at the tender age of 10 years old. <laughs> <laughs> North Carolina, come on and raise up. That is, that is absurd. It is egregious. And it is unacceptable. And I might I add, unforgivable, frankly. Man. Bro, I've been there. saying it. Do we get in trouble if we play us out to that song? Absolutely. Right? Yeah. yeah. yeah DMCA'd so fast. <laughs> uh, yeah, hey, we're works. being sued, but Jay's the guy that runs the podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. My name is a lot of documents. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of credit card statements Ruh-roh. tied to this bad boy. Oof. Okay. Well, long paper trail. <laughs> any more basketball things, or we want to just keep talking Petey Pablo? Ugh, don't get me started. What do you think? Petey Pablo's still alive. Yeah. Yeah, of course. He's just not making music anymore. He's probably like He's only 40s. 48 years old. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, not that I thought he was 40s. old, but, you know. It, it, like, Damn spring chicken. Get back out there, dude. Give the people what they want. He did go to prison for four years. Whoa. Yeah, when? he was at the inter- he was at the airport trying to carry a stolen nine millimeter semiotic pistol aboard a U.S. Airways flight. I mean, always a good choice. Who who, who among us? Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. Let he who has not carried a stolen firearm aboard an airplane <laughs> cast the first stone. That's in the Bible, actually. So, yeah, great scholar said that. You ever heard of him? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wow. You can follow me on Instagram at Tad. That's D A D dot H A L L. And you can follow me uh, at uh, J underscore Kilas on Instagram and Twitter. Very smooth. Uh, you can follow me at Nikki Palooza. You can follow the podcast at NBA Pod. And if you're on TikTok, you can follow at Valley Ghostbusters. All right. Well, for Jay, for Tad, I've been Nikki. This has been NBA, the podcast that tries to talk about NBA shit. But as you saw at the end there, we just talk shit. Thank you so much for listening, and enjoy the rest of your day. Rock, Chuck, Jayhawk. Toodles. <laughs>